the heart of God. Look at the center. Look at what's going on in this entire book as we get toward the center of the portions and even the center of the Torah, we can see part of God's heart. This portion is called Shemini, and it begins like this. Vayichi bayom hashemini, with this simple phrase, and it came to pass on the eighth day, or in the eighth day, I should say. And this is following the pattern that we see that was set back in the last two portions. We had the building up of the tabernacle and then the establishment of the sacrifices. Today was a special Shabbat, as I said earlier, Shabbat para. And so we take a different Haftorah. The traditional Haftorah with Shemini deals with Uzzah and David bringing the ark up to Jerusalem. It's wonderful to read. It's from 2 Samuel 6 and 7. But we go for a different Haftorah with it being Shabbat para. And I was reading earlier from Ezekiel 36, uh, verses 18 to the end of the chapter, in which Ezekiel tells of a time when the people will be reestablished, when God will put his spirit upon them. And in this particular portion, we see many of the same things. And I want to focus just on three. Um, in the chapter 9, we see over and over again that they're bringing sacrifices, and it's the eighth day because after seven days, the worship could finally start. The seven days that you'll find in Exodus chapter 29, in which they inaugurate the priesthood and sanctify the altar. And after this, the eighth day comes, and finally people can begin to bring sacrifices to the temple. And the first one to bring is Aaron. And this is kind of relevant because... Aaron's sacrifice was to be very special. And it's a picture a little bit of Messiah because Aaron's sacrifice would make atonement just like Messiah's would. First one he brought was a sin offering and then a burnt offering and so on and so forth. A couple more offerings which you can read about. But at the end we see that God affirms the situation again by showing up that the glory of Adonai appears, and the rabbis have all kinds of technical details. Was it a flash of lightning? Was it an actual fire? Because fire started burning and eating up the offering. And it's not really completely clear because it just says early in the portion as well as at the end that the glory of Adonai is revealed to them. And it's a very special idea that God wants to show us things that God wants to reveal what is hidden. And his presence is something special and holy. And this presence is the transition point of the portion because the very presence that is talked about in chapter 9, we see being averted in chapter 10. Um, we don't know why the Lord chose to strike down Nadav and Abihu. And there's lots of opinions. But I think the one thing that we can definitely agree on is that for some reason, they came into his presence with something wrong. Whether it was strange fire, unprescribed fire, profane fire, whatever it was, they came into his presence the wrong way. And it should challenge us to come into God's presence 
seeing our need to be holy, seeing our need to be very sober and being ready to both give and receive from what the Lord wants to do in our presence and in his presence. And from that, we get a directive that now as the priests are to be, one of the um, important things, chapter 10, verse 10, is there to make distinction. Now, boy, that's a thing we all like to do. We like to make distinctions because it's easy to make a judgment or an evaluation on a person. And I would say it's challenging because you want to make an evaluation. You want to make a distinction about things. But our human nature tends to be extreme. Maybe we don't make enough of a distinction about things. And therefore, we miss out on holiness. Maybe we make too much of a distinction and we condemn somebody. So it's important to find the balance. It's important to understand that when we come into the presence of the Lord, it's important to see that these things are precious and the Lord is giving us an opportunity to who much is given, much will be required. And it's the same thing. Those that are in his presence, God requires a lot from them. Now, chapter 11 goes on to talk about the holiness code. And we see now that it's a changing in Leviticus from what things are to look like holy in the sanctuary to what things are to look like holy in your life. That's really where the Lord at times likes to go from preaching to meddling. And with everybody, we think we know what God wants to really do with us. And I always have told people, we need to seek the Lord to understand if we're to keep kosher, we're to seek him for it, because it's an area that we can grow and have blessing, or it can be an external where we can be a stumbling block to ourselves and to other people. And so it's important for us to get that understanding of what are we going to do with the idea of kosher? What are we going to do when we look at these laws? Now, in several sections, like in verse 3 and verse 9, we have a rule in which God wants to, to understand something. For example, these, this is the rule for something that is domesticated. For example, um, an animal that has the cloven foot or that doesn't have a paw print or chewing the cud. And so these things then follow verses 4 to 8. What does that look like? And throughout the chapter, we have that same kind of focus of what God wants us to do. In chapter 11, we take a little bit of a break, and we talk about things in earthen vessels, the touching of carcasses. All these things are things that are important to God. And it's very easy to just blaze over them and think, this really isn't that important. But it's important to understand why did God have the underlying principle? What was he trying to teach us by telling Israel to stay separate? And so in this portion, 
I'll be chanting from the end of it, which talks about this. And in verse 50, I'm sorry, verse 47, we have the idea of separation, making that same distinction. It's that same idea of Havdalah, where we get the word Havdalah, where we make a distinction on Shabbat when Shabbat is ending to make it seem holy. And so um, follow along as we chant, and please read the portion. <laughs> 